Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, when you're landing or taking off in a plane, you don't want that plane to hit anything. In Dublin Airport, it's something of a full-time job to reduce the possibility of planes hitting birds, but other animals too, specifically hares. Dr Sammy Ball from UCC spent four years studying the hares at Dublin Airport. Good afternoon, Sammy. Good afternoon. How are you? Uh, grand, thank you. So why, why, why hares specifically? Why are hares attracted to Dublin Airport? Yeah, so um, hares in general seem to love airports. It's um, it's a problem not only here in Ireland, but also elsewhere, um, particularly because of the long grass management schemes that are in place at the airport. Um, it, can make, it can make it really attractive to hares. Okay, so um, wh- why is there a long grass uh, um, scheme in there in the airport? So that's to prevent the, um, the, the birds, so particularly things like starlings from landing at the airport, because mm. we also don't want things like bird strikes. And so it's a deterrent to bird species, but it's really, unfortunately, it's a bit of a double-edged sword because it's uh, really attractive to, to hair species, yes. particularly our, our Irish hair that we have here in, in Ireland. And, and why would a hair pose any danger to a plane? Well, if you, if you think about how fast a plane is travelling, um, there's a lot of energy behind um, when, they're, when they're landing, when they're taking off, they're travelling very, very quickly. So if they were to hit an object, anything, um, it can produce uh, what's called kinetic energy, and this can damage the aircraft basically, where it's hitting a stationary stationary object. Um, and so the hairs then they produce enough kinetic energy. The heaviest ones are about four kilos in weight, but it's substantial enough to inflict damage um, onto the landing gear of an aircraft in the event of a strike. Okay, crikey, you wouldn't even consider that. So, no, you uh, and, and no. as I understand, it, you spent you know, years studying them and out at night looking at them through uh, special goggles and that, and that kind of stuff. How big is the hair population there? Yeah, so that was one of the questions that we were trying to answer. Um, airfields are really, really difficult to collect ecological data in just because there's hardly any access. There's fencing everywhere you can't get anywhere. Um, so we were we basically deployed about six different methods um, that we were trying at the airfield to try and estimate the population size. And we, we figured out on average there's about 118 individuals, which it, it seems like there's a lot more there when you see them all running around. <laughs> um, but this would be our highest density population in the country. So it, it is a lot of a lot of hairs in yeah. that area. And so how do you keep them away from the planes? Yeah, that's a that's a tough question. Um, so the hares are they're they're free range. It's very difficult to manage them. It's very different to uh, difficult, sorry, to control them. Um, they don't really seem to mind noise. So trying <laughs> to scare them away from the runway is uh, not always particularly um, fruitful. Let's say um, when you consider that there's aircraft taking off and landing all day every day, the noise doesn't seem to bother them. Um, so instead, we've taken more of an ecological approach to kind of understand um, the patterns and lifestyle of the of the hares, or life history, I should say, of the hares, um, in order to revolve kind of management at the airfield around that. So instead, um, at high risk times, which we've identified, so that would be kind of like between four o'clock in the morning and 8 a.m., when there's a lot of those really early uh, Ryanair flights going uh, to and from Dublin. Um, that would be one of our high-risk periods. And so we can employ um, extra kind of um, patrols down the down the runway to clear it before there's any aircraft taking off and to inform pilots that there might be um, hairs in the area to keep an eye of. Um, and this, this does help. OK, so so basically you have to kind of scooch them away every day. That's that's really all you can do. Kind of, yeah. So um, 
it's uh, if, if you remove them from the airfield, which obviously isn't the the, the most favourite approach, um, they breed like rabbits. They <laughs> they are very closely related to rabbits, and they they just fill the void back up that you've created. And um, so it's more of a, a a scaring tactic and managing risk rather than actually removing the hairs. Okay. But if you don't remove, I mean, if you scare them away every time there's, you know, at, at those key, you know, busy periods, but will they continue breeding? And then, you know, you might have like 200 next year. Yeah, so the, the population does seem to be relatively stable. There are um, foxes and there are predators at the airfield that does that does control them. Ah. And occasionally the airfield does a translocation program where they, they remove some of the hairs from the airfield and bring them to uh, usually the Curra. Um, for them to have a nice little life for themselves down there. Yeah. And um, so there, there is a bit of removal at the airfield, all right, um, but minimal because, like I said, they just, just fill it back up. So themselves, they kind of do, to a certain extent, self-regulate. Um, but the population has remained pretty, pretty stable for the last few years. Sammy, thanks a million for uh, speaking with us today. That's uh, Dr. Sammy Ball, a wildlife researcher uh, with uh, UCC. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.